We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's answer some of these super chats, Vince. We did okay. have we did have a, a good number tonight and we some did. comments and questions. Yeah. Sean Stewart with a super chat. We got an ass kicking tonight and deserved it. That was a direct quote yes. from Dapo Sweeney. I, I watched his post game press conference uh, earlier this morning, and dude, he didn't know what it looked like. He just got hit with a Mack truck, and then they he was ran very him back gracious. Over I thought and ran him defeat. over again. He was. Yeah. He took full responsibility and. Somebody asked him, did you see this coming? He's like, not in a million years. Like, right. And he said, we had a great week of practice. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. The thing is, he admitted his team didn't play well and they didn't coach well, but he sure. also was like, because of Notre Dame. Right. And I thought it was, I liked how he did that. It was like, look, they kicked our butts. They outcoached us. It wasn't, like, remember when Notre Dame beat Stanford last year, 45-14, and David Shaw was like, it was actually a lot closer and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, just making what? excuses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought, I, I was I know some people don't like Dabo. I don't. I don't quite get it. But hey, it is what it I is. like him. I I do. Dolly Madison with a super chat. Thank you. Very, wow. I actually knew a girl in college named Dolly Madison. Really? I did. No, I did. Okay. Yeah. Say from um, the grave. We're getting some. Yeah. Money. Yeah. But Dolly Madison with a super chat. Thank Big you. super chat. Thank you, Dolly. Thank very you. very much. Great win. That's Go awesome. Irish. Appreciate that very 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 much. Tyler Evans with a super chat. I'm still, thank you for that, Tyler. I'm still jumping for joy over this win. And this was the best weekend in recent memory of college football. It feels like two dynasties ended. Notre Dame, uh, it's beginning, is beginning their dynasty. It is kind of interesting. I've had a lot of people say this about Bama's dynasty being ended. So I got some things wrong this year. I thought the loser of the Notre Dame-Ohio State game was going to go on a run and go to the college football playoff. I got that wrong. Notre Dame wasn't ready for that yet. Right, I was wrong on that, but I I think I got some things right. I called Tennessee being a, a you know a sleeper team to watch out for, but what did I say before the season, Vince? You remember we did our college football? I said Bama's going to lose twice in the regular season this year. Called that because you could see it slowly happening, and it, it's just like what happened with Clemson when some of their dudes left, they weren't refilling their lineups with the same kind of dudes. Right. More importantly, when the coaches that were stars left. They weren't replacing them with the same kind of coaches. That's what ultimately did Lou that's Holtz what, in. That's where it is for me. Lou Holtz was not replacing his assistants with 
same caliber assistant coaches in his tenure. And that's what's happening with, I've been saying for years, Pete Golding is not that guy. And I've been saying that Bill O'Brien is not that guy. They they replaced Steve Sarkeesian with Bill O'Brien. They got out coached by LSU last night, which is flat out. Yeah. Flat out. They got out. Mike Dembrock was coaching circles around Pete Golding last night. LSU doesn't have better players in Alabama. Mm -mm. They got out coached last night and Huge problem. I mean, look, I'll give Brian Kelly and his staff credit. Those kids were ready to play last night, and they and they outplayed Alabama. It's simple as that. But this is an Alabama team that Vince, you could see it coming, and you just you knew it was going to happen at some point in time. And this is the year. And I don't think it's a given that they're that they're going to run the table. I mean, I don't. I mean, they still have to play at Ole Miss, right? That's very much a toss-up you know? game. Yeah. So uh, it's going to get interesting, Vince. It's going to get very, very interesting. And then the Clemson one, too, you and I have been saying for two years that this Clemson's on a yeah. descent. Yeah. Now, they're both going to be slow descents. This sure. is still a really good football and, team. And Clemson plays in the ACC, so they're right. going to have an opportunity to still be successful. Right. I will say the there's some people saying the ACC is bad this year. Strongly disagree. You go look at what the ACC has done out of conference against everyone not named Notre Dame. And the ACC has been pretty good this year out of conference. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You, you look at it, Vince, and um, it, it it's kind of interesting that they both kind of had that the dynasty's over moment the same night, Brian Kelly on one side and Notre Dame on the other side. I thought that was very fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Dan Muller with a super chat. He says, what was most impressive to me was the energy and intensity we had for big game. We jumped all over Clemson. Usually it's the opposite with Brian Kelly being flat at Notre Dame. That was absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely true. And against Tennessee, that was absolutely true. Last night, they were ready to play, though. Right. So I'll give it to them on that. But at Notre Dame, that was always a problem, Vince. They would come out and they would treat these games like they treated the not big games. And that's why Notre Dame never lost to bad teams. It's also right. why they hardly ever 
beat good teams under Brian right. Kelly. Marcus team Marcus Freeman and his staff did what you and I, Vince, have been begging for years. It's okay to treat it like a big moment that it is. Right. Exactly. Right? Like if you spend all this time trying to tamp down the moment, then you're just you're neutering your players to a degree. Right. And Marcus Freeman embraced on this Monday. Embraced, embraced it, Vince. On Monday. He's like, we're not but, an underdog. It's two, it's two right. blue bud programs going up against yep. each other, two titans of the you know, blah, said, blah, 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 we're blah, gonna blah. we're ready. Yeah. Like that was yes, that was refreshing. Yes. I can't think of a better word. It was refreshing. Yes, it was. It's okay it was. to call a spade a spade. Okay. It was a big game. Yeah. You know? I'm curious to see how he's going to end the season and how this team's going to end the season because we're the the growth in him as a head coach that we're seeing before our eyes in a short period of time has been really fun to watch. Tom Frawley asks uh, with a super chat says Brian seems like Marcus Freeman's chat with Jim Trussell paid off. I, I think so because you know what I think ultimately came down to is Coach Trussell just reminded coach freeman to dude be yourself like get back to being what you who you believe what you believe in in college football what you believe it takes to be successful don't go away from that be who you are and it's paid off patrick barnes with a super chat thank you patrick offense only scored three touchdowns one of them is a really short field how concerning is the lack of tds given all the rush yards um i mean it's it's somewhat concerning but i again i don't they didn't have a ton of possessions yesterday either vince because of true. because of the short field right so right. the defense scored a touchdown mm-hmm. the offense the special team scored a touchdown and the these you you had another possession that was only 14 yards you know i think there's some missed opportunities that were there but you know i'm not I, i'm concerned about it patrick but i'm not super concerned about it because they are playing team football. It's the second week in a row that the defense and the special teams have done those things. So, yeah. you know, when you look at the possessions that Notre Dame had when the game was somewhat in doubt, I mean, they, they didn't really have a ton, you know, I mean, you had, see, you had, uh, was it, uh, Vince three, they had four, five in the first half, five possessions. I counted four in the second half, but I stopped keeping track after they scored the right. final touchdown. Right. So I think they had one more after that. Yeah. And they had to kneel down, you know, so. Right. 10, maybe. Right. And then you look at Notre Dame on offense. I mean, they, they move the ball. Okay. And then you just have missed opportunities, right? You have a, you have the, the sack on the first drive when you had guys open, you get the second offensive drive. And again, you're missing guys that are open. That was the play where he had, he just locked in on the angle route. I believe that's the play where he had Tobias one-on-one up top. Third position, third possession, they missed a field goal. That's the thing I'm most concerned about is that right there, is the missed field goals. The yeah. second game in a row, you've done that where you've gotten in field goal. I mean, look, the offense isn't going to score touchdowns every time they get the bunker, how good they are. You get in there, you make some plays to get in field goal range. You know, you have a nine-yard run, a four-yard run. You have the 14-yard completion to Chris Tyree. You know, you get into second and 12. You, you, know, you, you get a chance to get in third and six. You miss it. and you're, you know, you're in great possession, you're a great situation to right. get a to field goal and you miss it, you know, and they got to start making those. Right. But yeah, the offense has got to clean some stuff up. Am I concerned about it? Sure. Uh, it, it becomes a problem, Vince, when the defense and special team stops playing this way. And this is why we can't just dismiss the lack of pass game. Right. Again, it, it didn't hurt him last night, but kind of Patrick's point, 
what if the defense isn't playing lights out against USC? What if the defense isn't the special teams isn't able to get a score and block a punt and give you the ball at the two yard line like they have in the last two weeks? Your offense is going to have to start carrying a little bit more of its own weight, and the rush yards are fine, but you can say with all the rush yards, but it's not so much just about rush yards; it's about total yards. And the reality is, Notre Dame's total yards were that of a team that's going to score about twenty four points. You know, and and that's the reality of it. So until the offense starts being a little bit more effective throwing throwing the football, it, it's going to continue to be a, a bit of an issue, Vince. I mean, 348 yards of offense last night. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to score a lot of points that way. So, but they're getting they're, – they're, they're, so, they're so much closer now, though, Vince. Absolutely. You know, no, absolutely. and that's the encouraging thing. Truman Theodore Dumel says, "Thank you, Truman. Can Notre Dame play spoiler and maybe have a decent shot at a shot a decent bowl game? I mean, honestly, right now, look, I, I will go on record. Oh yeah, and I said this before the Clemson game, right? If they win out, I think they've got an excellent chance at a New Year's Six game, depending on how things shake out around them. They'll have nine wins. They will have beaten at the time they played them. They will have beaten five ranked teams, two of which are in the top ten. Yeah." That's a pretty good resume. I well, realize you have those two bad losses, but when it comes to the New Year's Six, it's right. about matchups and money. It's not about the top four. I'm now, not talking about getting you, in the top You do four. have to get high enough in the rankings, and, and I'm and – I'm, 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 Hold on. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to agree with you here, so don't get defensive me saying this. They're not going to put the number 23 team in the country in the Sugar Bowl. Agreed. Okay. So there does require them to have to climb up the rankings to a certain degree, right? But here's the point that I'm making. Notre Dame will be in the top 25 this week. Yes. And if you look at last week's rankings, you have number 13 now has three losses. Number 18 now has three losses. Number 20 now has three losses. Number 21 now has three losses. Number 23 now has three losses. Number 24 already had three losses. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to drop games moving yes. forward. Number yep. six has two losses now. You know, Utah, you, somebody's going to, something's going to have to give with some of these Pac-12 teams, for example. Number 16 up. now has two losses against a pretty weak schedule. So there's a lot of movement to where if Notre Dame wins the next two weeks, there's going to continue to be losses like there has every week. There's going to be a lot of three to three loss teams in 10 to 15, yes. 10 to 20. So when you start comparing resumes, right. there you go. There you go. So yeah. to your point, so now if you're a Notre Dame fan, you want USC to win the next two Absolutely. weeks. You want Clemson to win the next three weeks. You want Syracuse to get back on track and get back in the top 25. You yep. want North Carolina to win out. You want Clemson and Carolina playing in the ACC title. Absolutely. Because and then you, you basically want, say right. you won the conference because you beat right. both of them. So. And you want USC to be 10 and one when you go play. Yes. If you're, if your goal is to get in a new year, six bowl right. now, Absolutely. Here's the counter argument that some will make, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a argument that you can't just easily, just immediately dismiss. In my opinion, is it better for Notre Dame to go to the Sugar Bowl and have to play Bama, or you know, I mean, or, or you know, let's say go to a bolt play Michigan or Ohio State or something like that, like a really, really good team, or is it better to go to the Gator Bowl and play Florida? Or, you know what I mean? Like a team like that. That's the – because getting that win to get to 10 wins, I kind of say, well, it depends on how the team is playing. 
Yeah, well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if they're playing well enough to beat Clemson and USC, then, you know, bring on the non-SEC champ, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, depending on who it is. You know, but it, it also would – I don't necessarily want to play Tennessee in a bowl game just because – you know, does Notre Dame have the offense to score 27 on them like Georgia did? I I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in that right now, right? So it just depends, but the key is getting that win. But how amazing would it be is if Marcus Freeman can get that top five win and then also go out and end the New Year's New Year's six bowl streak? That would be uh quite something. It would. It, be I quite mean, that something. would be that would take a lot of sour taste out of my mouth from the yes. season. No doubt. I'll say that. No doubt. Hugh Murtha with a super sticker. Thank you, Hugh, very, very much. Uh, there was a question in there from there Hugh. was. Uh, did you well, put, did you star it? Yeah, if you scroll down, okay, I think here we he go. gave another one as well. Okay. I'm not sure, but he did. He gave another one and okay. then he asked a question. Okay. Let's a- let's answer that question. Thank you, Vince, for that yeah. very, very much. Yep. So Vince says, What is Notre Dame's strength of schedule rank? So so right now, Hugh, I only have, and I'll, I'll see if I can find it real quick. I have last week's. Mm-hmm. And last week's Notre Dame strength of schedule was 11th. That's going to go I'm gonna, up. I'm going to see. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to see. Let me, give me a second to pull this up and see if they've updated those numbers this week. I'm going to just resume here. Let's see if they've updated the strength of schedule. Give me a second here, Hugh. Notre Dame strength of schedule is now 13th. So oh, it has updated down. and it's gone down for wow. some reason. That's that, here's the thing, though. Their game control. Well, that's because they're um, you had you had Syracuse lost. They're out of the top 25. Uh, yeah, yeah, Clemson's right. no longer a top five team, right? Um, you had Stanford lost. I mean, you had several teams lose that you've played. You know, BYU did bounce back with a with a W this week, so that was nice. They're back up to five to five. So I mean, it's you know. And then somebody else who jumped them, you know, probably played a, a really good opponent. Sure. But here's the thing. Their game game control jumped from 22nd to 13th. Because they were in control of that game from start. start to finish. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> there is no doubt yeah. about that. And then also, they're, um, this is why they're going to be a top 25 team this year in, this, in the Oxford playoff, and there's no question about it. Their strength of record jumped up from 38th to 23rd. Because the, the that is the thing where it's like, you know, how many teams could have your record yeah. with this? And when you play Clemson, they, they're not going to view a lot of teams as being able to beat Clemson. Right. And so that's why. So that they went, they were 38th in strength of record, 11th in strength of schedule, and 22nd in game control last week. They were two and one against top 25 teams. They will stay two and one because you add the because Clemson win, Syracuse is probably going to fall out. Yeah. And then, uh, you, you, so now your your strength of record is now twenty third. Your strength of schedule is now thirteenth, and your game control is now thirteenth. So their resume is clearly that of a top twenty five team, and it would not shock me as Sean Davis said last night, if they and I think Vince, you agreed with him, I, I think. But high teens, it wouldn't shock me if they're in the high teens. I was expecting 18 like to 20. 20 to 22. Yeah. And if it's high teens, that's even – if you want Notre Dame to go to a New Year's Six game, yeah. then high teens is a well, fantastic Well, you want 20 to be, to be right the floor if that's the case. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Because I, I think if you get in the – if you get in like 13, 14, you got a great shot of getting in. I know people say 12, but there's no there's no – level written in stone where Notre Dame needs to get to, but you'd like to be in the top 12 because you don't want to have that stigma for an entire month of Notre Dame didn't belong there. Right. 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 But they'll have plenty of arguments to make. We beat USC. We beat North Carolina. We beat Clemson. You know, 
Um, yeah. So, and then you got to hope some of the other teams in your schedule start winning again. Yeah, no doubt. So, Hugh, thank you for that very much. I appreciate that. And Vince, thanks for the heads up that Hugh did no have a question. Problem. Nate Galino with a super chat. Thank you, Nate. Should Marcus uh, shop around for a new OC or roll with Tommy in the coming years? The quarterback play has been less than stellar for a couple of years now, in my opinion. Nate, I'm going to say, um, I think you've asked this before, and my answer is not going to change. Right now, they're in the middle of the 2022 season. I'm not worried about what they're going to do coaching staff-wise next year. I'm worried about what they're going to do to go beat Navy, and then I'll worry about what they're going to go to do beat Boston College, and then I'm going to worry about what they're going to go do to beat yeah. – uh, USC. And then if coach Reese gets a, a job between then and the bowl game, then we'll talk about it. Otherwise I'm worried about what they're going to do to go out and beat whoever they play in the bowl game. And Marcus Freeman isn't shopping for assistant coaches in no, on November 6th. No, he's worried he's about Tommy not. Reese going out and helping them beat right. Navy. Right. So there will be a time and a place to have this conversation, Nate. It's just sure. not right now. Yep. Well, and a lot of I, shows to I fill appreciate, and I'm not, I'm not coming at you, Nate. I know it's a topic of conversation, and I have no problem with you all wanting to have that conversation. We're just not going to have it. Number one, you know, I don't call for people to be fired unless you're doing something that ethical, like ethically wrong, and you've kind of broke that that coaching code of you don't do this, right? If you find out a coach is having an affair with a student, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Right. If you found out a guy like put his hands on a player in a in a in a threatening manner, right? Like you cross right. that line. Right. You know, if a coach is in the you know drinking beers in the locker room or smoking weed in the locker room with players, okay, those things I'd call for a guy to get fired for. Tom Reese isn't doing those things. No. Brian Van Gorder didn't do those things. So I don't call for him to be fired. That's just not what I do. That's not what we do here at Irish Breakdown. Uh, when that time comes. We'll have that conversation about what should or shouldn't happen. But right now, I want Tom Reese to go out there and put the best game plan together that he can to go beat Navy, and yeah. that's all I care about at this point. There will be a time and a place for that. I hope that by the end of the year, this offense is rolling, and like I don't want Tommy to leave. I want him to be here. I, 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 I like the storyline. I think there's, there's when he's been on Vince, he does some really good stuff. I mean, this game—it's just the up and down of it that drives me freaking nuts. It's like, how can you be that guy and also that guy? I know, right? You know, right? So you hope that the light goes on and and he's got the maturity and all that stuff to to realize this and make change. I don't know, and if he doesn't, then maybe they will be shopping for a new OC. But I'm just not worried about that right now. Uh, Truman Dumel had another super chat. Thank you, Truman. How successful was our recruiting weekend at the Clemson game? Hopefully oh, super Truman. duper successful. Truman, it was very successful. Oh, Truman. Yes. So um, obviously we're not going to give away the intel we have. There's some intel on the board, but even then there's some things we just can't share. You guys know where I'm going with that. We just don't. That's not our deal. But it's uh, it went really well. Really, really well. No doubt. Eric Crawford sending in for my nine-year-old son, Evan, who loves you guys. He'll catch tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks, Evan. Evan Crawford, my guy. Thank you for watching, buddy. He and he, I'm saying that for him for tomorrow. He asks, How do you think Drew Pine can improve at quarterback and running the offense? You know, Evan, that's a great question. It really just comes down to what we're asking Drew to do is two things. Number one, do the simple stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not asking Drew to make the throw he made on Saturday to Jaden Thomas. I'm not asking him to make that throw. If he makes right. it, great. I'm not asking him to do that. 
I'm not asking him to make the play that he made against Cal where he's getting swung around, or BYU gets swung around. He just flicks the ball out to Audric and Audric catches it and goes. I'm not asking him to do that. I'm asking him to make simple plays. Number two, I'm asking him to make throws we've seen him make. Yep. I've seen him throw a far outside go route for a touchdown against a college football playoff team. Did against Cincinnati last year. I've seen him precisely go through reads to find that backside receiver coming open for a touchdown. So I'm doing it against Wisconsin. I've seen him hit that throw that I wanted him to hit against Wisconsin. I mean, against Wisconsin. That I wanted him against Clemson. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it this year. Multiple times. And they were much harder throws than the one he could have made against Clemson. So I'm not asking him to be something that he hasn't shown already as a college football player that he can be. And that's what I'm asking, Evan, is just do the simple things and just have the confidence in yourself and the system and your teammates to be willing to stick with that read for just a shade shade longer. Show a little bit more anticipation ability. That's what I think, Vince. Do you have anything else that you want to add to that? No, I think that's fantastic. I and I and I think uh, I, I really appreciate the question too because I love the fact that Evan is listening to the show and and you know I I he would fit right in the middle of all my kids. So that's that's great, man. I love this age and I love the inquisitive nature of this age and I love that he wants to learn how to be a quarterback or he wants to learn how quarterbacks should go. Right. And, and he's I not asking, Hey, awesome. when are they going to bench Drew Pine? He's saying, right. Hey, what can Drew do to yeah. get better? I think that's, that, awesome. that's what the conversation should be. Yes. I think great that's a question, great question, Evan. Evan. And thanks for listening, man. Really yep, appreciate absolutely. it. Milton fan with a super chat. Thank you very, very much, Milton. Two questions. One, how much fun would it be to see Notre Dame O-line versus <laughs> Georgia D-line? Be one heck of a battle. I mean, that'd be a heck of a battle. That would last be- year wanted no part of that smoke. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. last year. Oh, that would remember been a we were having back. that conversation about if they made the playoff, the one team we didn't want Notre Dame to face was Georgia. That would be a because of what bath. that D line would have done to Notre Dame this year. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. I really would because I think Notre Dame rises to the challenge. Yeah, and it'd be it would we just saw, be we saw it Saturday. It would just be blow like back and forth. Here's a blow. There's a blow. Here's a blow. Like that would be so much fun to watch. If you're just a football junkie and you like watching the trenches, like that would be an unbelievable matchup to watch. I would enjoy that very, very much. Very much. Question number two, how tough is Drew Pine? I I don't think that's ever a question for you. He's tough as nails, man. Physically tough. Physically tough. Now where Drew's got to get a little bit better is the mental toughness. Sure. Because mental toughness isn't always folding or crying or getting happy feet and, you know, where it can also be, I'm not playing well, so I'm rushing through my reads. That's a form of mental toughness that he's got to get better sure. at. You know, st- I got to stick with this a little bit longer. That's the thing that's even more, that's a, that's a thing that can be a little bit more difficult to coach out of a kid. Because if a kid's physically tough, he's physically tough. If a kid's mm-hmm. not physically tough, there's nothing you're going to do to make him physically tough. Not when you, once you get to college, right? I mean, there's things you can do as a parent. If you got a five-year-old who's maybe just a little bit, you know, okay, dude, you're crying again. Like, seriously, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're fine. There's things you can do to say, hey, you know, there's a difference in being hurt and, you know, embarrassed, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. Uh, But once you get to college, if you're not physically tough, probably not going to get physically tough. 
but the mental toughness thing is things that you can work on and fix, but it's not easy. At the end of the day, it just comes down to Drew saying, man, I got this. I got yeah. this. And hopefully the second half of the Clemson game was the thing that kind of sparks him a little bit. But the but after – I mean, if you had a question of his physical toughness before Saturday, you shouldn't have. You definitely don't have it now because that kid took some shots and uh, he kept fighting. He did, yeah. Yep. We have a super chat from Jim Halloran. Jim, uh, IB, great coverage as always. Was yesterday more about Notre Dame's improvement or Clemson's regression? A little bit of both. Both. I think there's a little, there's yeah. something to be said for both of those for yeah. sure. Yeah. Because what have we said, Vince? Closing the gap is twofold. It's one is the you going up, but it's also that team coming down a bit. Right. And Clemson's not as good as they were. And, yeah. and we've talked about this too. Um, uh, last was it? I'm trying to think of like, um, I mean, we've kind of been talking about this for a while, right? With when it comes to Clemson, like. Yeah, Notre Dame's got to get better, but they're not quite that same team. And we said during the week, this isn't 2018 Clemson. This is like we're not going to hype Clemson up like, oh, this is just as good as beating 2018 Clemson. No, it's not. This is not that team. Right. This is still a good football team. This is still a team that deserved to be in the top five. This is still a team that right now, to me, still deserves to be in the top 10. You know, they fell out of the AP and the coaches pulled a 12. I don't think they should fall that far. They still have three wins over teams that were ranked in the top 25. They had more than anybody you else. Know? They had, right. I mean, the most anybody right. else had was two. Right. Last year, we had the right. show on Tuesday and we will again. But, yeah. So That's come right. check it out. But uh, yeah, they had the, they, they had three wins against top 25 teams. I mean, that doesn't change. They're technically, well, I guess Notre Dame will be up there. As I say, technically, they're still 3 0 against top 25 mm-hmm. teams until Tuesday night when Notre Dame yeah. jumps in. Yeah, no doubt. David Hess with a super chat. David, thank you very much. Let's hope the Irish go out with the same energy against Navy and BC. If so, I think we could finish the season nine and three. USC defense is suspect. Great job, IB. Onward, Notre Dame. I'm just going to prepare you all for something right now. (laughs) Notre Dame will not have the same energy for Navy and Boston College. It's not going to happen. And again, that doesn't mean that they won't have energy, but you can't match that level of intensity every game. You can try. The crowd won't be the same either. Well, and the opponent won't be the it. same. And the opponent, and there's so many different. Like, I do mean, y'all think that the 88 team was as fired up to play Rice as they were Miami? Right. No, they right. weren't. It's still about, so So it's about Notre Dame fed off the energy on Saturday. But you know what? Notre Dame came out pretty fired up to play against Ohio State too. Vince, we were there. We saw it. That team was physically and emotionally Absolutely. ready to play. Absolutely. They didn't execute. This team was also fo- mentally and, f- and mentally focused and ready to play. The difference is this team executed and played with better technique in key positions now that they've been under the new coaches for a longer period of time. Yep. You know, and I'd love Absolutely. to say, hey, if you could put this team back then, but that's not how the reality works. That's not, yeah, that's not but how it The goes. question isn't, will they have the same energy? The question is, will they have the same focus? Right. That's the key. They will not be able to match the intensity because Vince, I think you nailed it too. The environment won't be the same. Oh my gosh! I and I we we brought up a couple of other games and things that were similar environment. I will still say this is the best environment that I can remember since I've been covering the team in two thousand four. I mean that was just electric. Like and and part of it was the wind, but part of it was the crowd. Like you crowd was feel it in the press box. And that's not the case, man. I'm telling you. And from everybody I talked to that was at the game, people were standing the whole time. 
you could see the fans and some of the pictures and some of the video just ah, like, I mean, cupped mouth, screaming their heads off. I mean, you just don't see that at Notre Dame, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, the, the atmosphere was electric. It was awesome. Yeah. And kids feed off that. Yes. Yes. They feed off that. All right, let's get to these next questions here. We have a few more before we get out of here. Kevin Fetters with a super chat. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate what you guys do. Awesome atmosphere last night. Team and fans showed up. It was funny. I was kind of joking my dad a little bit today because, you know, my, my dad's 66. My mom's 65, and they were at the game last night. My dad was like, well, the only thing bad about last night's game is nobody would sit down. And I'm like, dude, dad, you can't be that guy. <laughs> Don't be he's that like, guy. He's like, no, I understand. He goes, but I'm 66 years old. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> but they stood, you know, they stood. And, but thing That's is, funny though, they didn't tell others to sit down. Exactly. You know, there, they would sit down the and they would look at the scoreboard. And, you know, if, if they needed to sit down, they would sit down, look at the scoreboard and see what happened. Cause the scoreboard now plays it. And you no, know, they, you know, they, they let people do what they do. So it wasn't like that, but it was just kind of funny. I was busting my dad's chops. But come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't be that guy. And my mom That's was great. just laughing. That's great. Uh, but they loved it. They, I mean, they, my dad's my dad was at 17 USC. My dad was at 2018 Michigan. So he's been at some of those. I mean, Michigan 2018 was loud, Vince. That place was rocking. And he said he thinks that, that last night was the loudest he's seen. Yeah. He, he you know, he, he thinks it was. I've heard from people that have gone back to like the t- early 2000s. And the only the, the only game that anyone has ever said that had more energy and noise was 05 USC. Right. It's the only one. That's yep. it. And you said that last night too, didn't you, Vince? Yeah, that's the one I brought up. I yeah. mean, it was loud and it was exciting then. But, you know, maybe I was younger and the sound didn't affect me as much. I don't know. But I also think it was more back and forth. And right. when Reggie goes off on a long play, it's going to quiet the crowd down. Sure. The crowd when, was loud yeah. all night Right. When night. Fasano catches that seam route mm-hmm. and the crowd gets loud because they think – and then he gets stripped and, you know, yeah. th- you know, those things are going to quiet the crowd. Last night, like you said it tonight, Notre Dame controlled action from start – to yes. finish. Oh, yeah. There was no USC moment or Clemson moments that quieted the crowd. It was just intense from stop to finish. Yeah. I mean, it was start to finish, and you, you, you love it. It was so much fun to be. It was a great environment. Great environment. Mm-hmm. Somebody said this Notre Dame was literally flagged for being too loud against Michigan in 88. I remember seeing that. I remember that was a oh, thing. Bad, that game. Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing back in the day. You couldn't be so loud. I That's thought ridiculous. that was dumb. Ridiculous. Yep. John Kievers with a super chat. John said, shout out to the guy at my nephew's CYO championship game today, wearing my IB hat. And he stopped me to shout out Irish breakdown. Great. Nice. That is awesome. CYO. That is awesome. That How about the guy awesome. that we saw walking in and he was like, he was like, Hey Brian. And then he saw you. Oh, it's Vince. I know. That was pretty cool. I was pretty Somebody cool. came up to me at my daughter's basketball game today. He goes, Irish breakdown. <laughs> he goes, Vince. I was like, yeah. yeah, man. And we talked for like five We minutes. have a great community, great. man. I love awesome. y'all. It's been so much fun. Tom Frowley uh, with a super chat. Tom, thank you very much. Brian and Vince, thanks for all you do. I continue to tell all my Notre Dame fanatics that your coverage of Notre Dame is the best. We appreciate thanks, that Tom. very much. Thank you for the super chat. And thanks for spreading the word. Yeah, you man. tell those folks, they need to start listening too. I think they'll like it. I think they'll like it. Go, go, Iris with a super sticker. Thank you very, very much. We appreciate that. Ashley Hill had a super chat. Thank you, Ashley. And also had a follow-up question to go with that. <laughs> Ashley said, how do did you drink to celebrate? How I much mean, how do much did thinking, you drink yeah. to celebrate? Uh, I had a Mountain Dew last night for the game. Honestly, Ashley, I'm trying to cut back a little bit. 
on Mountain Dew and to eventually where I'm kind of weaning myself. I tried to do cold turkey last week, Vince. That lasted about a day and a half. <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, nah, cold turkey ain't for me, at least not right now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. I, you know, when I, when I celebrate, like, I don't normally, like, partake of things when I celebrate. Right. The only time I ever have, when I was at Muhlenberg in 02, we beat Moravian uh, to win our league championship, and we we kind of had a feeling we were going to get in the playoff. We finished that year nine and one, and uh, I think we won our, our league championship. I believe we co- co champs, and best season in school history, and all that kind of stuff. And we went out that night, and my head coach, Coach Donnelly, had cigars. And my dad was in town nice. for the game, and I'd never smoked a cigar before, so we we had cigars to celebrate that. That's the only time I've ever like done something like to celebrate. Just my thing is, I want to talk about it. You know, see, that's yeah, why I, I wanted to jump say, on the show. I, I, I love talking about being it. on the yeah. show because if they yeah. their name would have lost, it would have been like, oh, internet's not out or the internet. Yeah, out. oh shoot. Uh, I, yeah, I it. would not have been on the show last night if their no, name lost. I'm I, would, I, I had a built-in excuse to not be on the show last yeah. night, and I found a way. My friends found yes. a way because I needed no to talk about that show. No doubt. No that doubt. Game. Blake Kajar, Notre Dame LSU Sugar Bowl game. Let's go. I've had a lot of people bring that up, Vince, and I'm not going to talk too much about it other than yes, please. I mean, I've never been to New Orleans, so. <laughs> yes, please. Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> For Let's so go. many reasons, yes, I know. please. I know, right? Uh, Potatoes O'Brien with a super chat. I honestly did not. Thank you, Potatoes O'Brien. I honestly did not expect us to run on Clemson for 200-plus yards. You and me both, partner. No way. Unless there was like a 90-yard touchdown right. kind of you know, late in the game. The numbers. Yes, right. Yeah, but right. their longest run was 20 yards. Yes. Uh, I'm glad I was wrong. Me too. Me too. Oh, yeah. Huge respect to these kids for not falling apart and keep grinding. Beat SE. Glad to see there wasn't too much orange yeah i mean there was oh, a lot yeah. of orange relative to most homies i didn't think it was a, i was it, actually like it wasn't crazy not that bad. It, it was probably 10 percent, maybe maybe a little more like yeah. I don't, I, it was obviously in their section right, right. but then it was just kind of peppered in around right. like it wasn't bad right it really wasn't bad at all and yeah. uh yeah i look we had a question in the rapid fire in the pregame show sean and i and it was uh do you think notre dame's gonna go over 150 yards rushing and I said, if they go over 150 yards rushing, I think they're going to win the game. And they went way over. I, way over. Like They almost doubled that up. Over. I mean, they weren't that far from doubling that up. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, I mean, that, yeah. was, that was awesome. I mean, I, yeah. there's no other way to put it. I didn't I didn't see over 200 coming. Somebody, if we put the over under at 200, I was like, no way. There's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I know? thought 200 might have been possible because Florida State got 200. <clears throat> sure. But – you know, I just been a stretch. Would, it would have needed a big yard. It would have been needed a big play. Like Tyree's going to yes. go for sixty or something right. like that. Right? I just figured it would right. be such a point of emphasis for Clemson right. to shut down Notre Dame's run. Yeah, Vince, I would have thought it would have needed like Lindsey gets free on a reverse, sure, or Tyree. I mean, it, it would have needed a big play to get to two hundred. Didn't have right? that. It didn't which happen. Was nuts. It didn't happen. Yeah. It was amazing. But yes, potatoes. I appreciate that. I'm tell you what. Somebody said in the chat last night, and huge kudos to Marcus Freeman, because that team was petering on the brink of disaster. We were hearing stuff about locker room issues and coaching staff issues, and the fan base was revolting. Fire Marcus Freeman. He was in over his head. He never should have been hired in the first place. You should have hired insert coach that that person thought they should have hired the first time. And, (laughs) and, you know, he doesn't have the experience to be this or that or the other thing. 
and he stepped up. He got his coaching staff on the same page. He kind of got his players. Hey, who do you want to be? And and this team ever this I said it last night, and I'll say it again, Vince. And this is how we'll leave it tonight. When you look at this football team and you say, if you do, if you have only watched Notre Dame from UNLV on, you're thinking this is a no question a top ten football team, if not top five. Yeah. And you're thinking if only they had a passing game, they could win it all. I mean, that's how they've played the last few yes. weeks. And they're this is not how we that team. They were going to play, and they're not that team because you're not a three week stretch Correct. of who you are. You're an Correct. entire season. We're not saying that. Oh, I mean, they get the play. No, you. You are who you are over the course of an entire season. Yeah. Are they hot right now? Yes. My point is simply this, Vince, is the fact that they can be that team after what happened against Stanford and all the issues that came from that says a lot about this coaching staff's ability to rally the troops together. And 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 at the top of that is Marcus Freeman. Yeah. He got the blame when they lost to Marshall. And you just listen to him after that game. He even admitted it last week. Like, I didn't have a lot of answers at that point in time. And after Stanford, he had some answers, and he yeah. stepped up, and he got this program going. And, boy, has it been fun to watch. It has been really fun to watch. So yep. That's going to do it for tonight's show, everybody. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Sean and Ryan will wrap up at 1 o'clock tomorrow. We'll wrap up the recruiting weekend. Yeah, a, a lot of show. news and intel. There's a lot of intel on the board tonight. You're definitely going to check that out that Ryan's put up on the mess at the message boards, the boards at IrishBreakdown.com. Definitely want to sign up for that. We'll have some more coming out here soon when we're able to put some of the intel out. So we'll we'll you'll, we'll definitely have more of that. That's why you want to sign up. And then tomorrow night at six o'clock, Vince and Jesse yes. will be together. Sean Sires will not be there because Sean is doing play by play for the women's basketball team who kick off their season tomorrow. Correct. So that'll be uh, be fun to see. Who do they play? They play Zay. No, that was the men's basketball team. That Southern, Southern yeah. Illinois or something I, like that. I, I, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. So Sean will be doing that. So Jesse and Vince will fill in for that. And then mm-hmm. Tuesday, we're going to have some different shows, but we're not quite sure how it's going to go. I've got to talk to the staff. We may push our show back. We may do like only two shows, but like have our show start later, then have the college football playoff one. There's a lot of stuff we're working on. Yeah. And, you know, because it is, you know, it is election day and, and I'm a big believer in making sure that, that my people have the time that they need to go vote. I'm one of those people that believes that election day should be a national holiday where people should be off of work for the most part uh, and those kind of things like Vince is. But uh, so my team will definitely have the time to go vote if they so choose. That is their right to choose to vote or not. And so we just got to figure out our schedule and get everybody on the same page. We'll let you guys know. We'll have it figured out by tomorrow. Yeah. And let you guys know. But we'll have at least two shows on Tuesday night because one thing I do know for a fact, Vince, we're going live for the college football playoff reaction show. Absolutely. Yep. There's no doubt. Absolutely. So uh, I, we do expect Notre Dame to be in it. That's, I think that, they were yeah. probably a borderline team last week. And now with the win sure. over Clemson and some of the other losses that happened in front of them, I do fully expect Notre Dame to be in the – uh, the top 20, 25. I think the question is how high do they mm-hmm. jump in? Yeah. I think be, that's going to be, the it'll question. be very interesting to see what the college football playoff committee thinks of Notre Dame. And generally they think highly of Notre Dame. What do they think? What do they put their, their emphasis on the losses or the wins? Right. We're going to get well, last week. They that. put it on the losses. I agree. Not the wins. And that's not good for Notre Dame. Yes. Well, I uh, good in, they'll still be in the top 25. Absolutely. I, but I like, think, where are they going to fall? Right. 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 But I think 
if you're trying to pump up Ohio State, now all of a sudden you have a good reason to put Notre Dame up there because Ohio State's resume is looking a little shaky right now compared to some of the other teams, yeah. even as an undefeated team. So I think that would help Ohio State in that regard as well. So that's going to do it for us. Mace AK had this up here. Let's 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 pull that up. Mace has yes. got it going on. Join the message board, everybody, at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Visit the IB store for the best merch, sweats, hats, hoodies, T-shirts, all of even have onesies, right? We even have onesies. You definitely want to check that out. If you're not a board member and you sign up for a monthly membership, you will then get a 10% off discount to your entire next store purchase. And if you sign up for an annual membership, you get a 20% discount to your entire next store purchase. So definitely take advantage. And as May says, as always, Vince, go Irish. Thanks, everybody, for being with us on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Have a great night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.